it looks more and more likely that DeAndre Ayton could be available for other franchises to get, possibly like the Charlotte Hornets. We'll talk about some fake trades and whether DeAndre Ayton is worth it today on the Locked On Hornets podcast. You are Locked On Hornets, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. In a minute, cause we live. We live. <laughs> It's Locked On Hornets. We're part of the Locked On Podcast Network. It's your team every day. Local experts on the number one daily sports podcast network. We're free. We're available wherever you get your pods. That includes YouTube. I'm Walker Mail. In case you don't know, I've covered Charlotte sports for a while now. Different media outlets. Doug Branson. That's Doug Branson, the founder of this podcast, the OG member on this pod. Who is that's, how I, that's, how I, uh, that's how I get my family to refer to me now as well. They An don't OG. say... Yeah, even even my child. I, I'm not going for dad. I'm going for, I'm trying to get her to say founder of the Locked on Hornets podcast. It's going to take her a while, but I know she'll get there. Doug Branson, OG, founder of the Locked on Hornets pod, <laughs> grandmama. But that's only if we get a thousand likes on Facebook. I did like somebody put on YouTube. We're going to get to your questions, by the way. We've got a, a lot of good ones. We don't yeah. do a great job at getting to them throughout the week. We used to do a mailbag episode. Maybe we just throwing that out there at you, Doug. Maybe we bring that back in some capacity. Yeah, but, but the thing is, like, are there even mailbags anymore? Like, what is that? It just seems like such an anachronistic thing. In the podcast thing. universe, there is, though. Well, We're and I'm I'm ready. So I'm ready to move into the future. I'm ready to throw that out. And I'm, I'm telling you, go to Twitter, tweet at us your questions, hashtag Hive Live. We've got this new service that we can get these up on the screen in a much more efficient way. Not a mailbag, uh, but a tweet storm. That's what I want. <laughs> send in your tweets via the tweet storm we're going to answer your questions with whatever title we want to give it we're going to try to do that more we're going to do that i think in the second or third i have some fake trades that i've gathered from the twitter sphere as well wow. i'm going to pose them to doug and see if he agrees to them but love a good I, fake I, trade yeah i did see a youtube comment hey is facebook still a thing you guys make a tiktok <laughs> i'm good on that man <laughs> facebook is still a thing and apparently apparently it's still doing some good stuff for us hopefully you can do some good stuff on facebook like it see doug wear uh grandmama suit and look exactly like larry johnson all right let's get to deandre ayton doug because this is someone that we've kind of been pining for a while now that center at least that position and then we've even talked about the idea ever since deandre ayton did not sign that max contract extension and the phoenix suns didn't extend it to him we He'd always kind of been in the consciousness of conversation, if you will, right? Like we, we've kind of talked about him every now and then, but never with any real sincerity because the likelihood was always extremely slim, except now. And DeAndre Ayton has an ugly breakup in the last game of that Dallas Mavericks series where Monty Williams, one of the most beloved overall dudes in the NBA, he is saying we're going to keep this internal. He had beef with DeAndre Ayton over on the sideline in that last game in the Maverick series. So it looks like he's going to be out of that Suns organization. His agent came out and said they were disappointed when they weren't offered the max contract. Some other franchise is probably going to give that to him because he is that talented of a player. And so Charlotte, having a huge need at center that we've talked about for the last five years at least, it would be a match made in heaven, at least with the way we've talked about this for a while. You know, it, what do you think the likelihood is before we play you some sound bites from Brandon Clean, 
of Locked On Suns, what do you think the likelihood is that he leaves Phoenix, Doug, and maybe Charlotte can go get him? Well, so I think the likelihood that he's out of Phoenix is pretty high at this point. It's it's not just this past uh, series against the Dallas Mavericks that is the problem area for for DeAndre Ayton and the Suns. There have been multiple issues over the course of his career. I mean, you remember in the second season he got suspended for like a quarter of that season. That was Monty Williams' first year, and there have just been issues. That. That, yeah, I mean, there's just been and and that was for a diuretic. It was like. Yeah, it was PEDs. Um, so, you, you know, he's had those kind of issues, uh, but hasn't had anything since. But there have been questions about his his overall commitment uh, with that particular organization. So I think the likelihood of a change of scenery is quite high. Uh, I think the likelihood, I have to put it at, at low. I mean, I have to put that percentage somewhere in the, you know, below 33% because I just haven't seen any evidence that Charlotte is really willing to sacrifice what you need to sacrifice to get yourself into the conversation. And there will be multiple franchises, including the team uh, that just dispensed with Phoenix. I mean, Dallas needs an option there um, at center. Dwight Powell is is getting um, uh, really taken apart in, in this Golden State series. So there will be multiple suitors, and I think the Hornets would have to pay a premium to get into that conversation. Are they willing to do it? I haven't seen any evidence that suggests they are. Well, I, I want to talk about the trade package because I've seen things reported all over the place, um, and I, I have no clue anymore what it would take to go get DeAndre Ayton. But we have some sound bites. Do we have multiple, or do we just have the one from Brandon Clean of Locked On Suns? So we've got a couple here. I went scouring uh, for some knowledge from the Locked On Podcast Network from Locked On Suns and Brandon Clean. This first one I thought was interesting. He talked about you know part of DeAndre Ayton's issue with the Suns right now is how he fits within the offense that's uh, you know commanded by it, it's commanded by Chris Paul. I mean Devin Booker requires a lot of shots, but Chris Paul is really the facilitator to you know how much goes to DeAndre Ayton and how much goes to how much goes to Devin Booker and so there could be some issues there and then and then Brandon also talks about what kind of asset the Suns would be looking to get back in a possible possible trade so here he is Ayton wasn't at his best in large part because he, his offense has been so dependent on Chris's so the idea that Chris is just going to be able to continue to be the guy into his late 30s that can turn any old player into a star at the center spot I don't think is a realistic way to plan any of the contingency plans and the future of this franchise. That doesn't seem realistic at all. You need, if you're going to move on from Aiton, whether you get this player back in a trade directly like Capella might be, or you get a different type of player, which Jake goes into in the next section, which I'll read in the next segment, who is more on the wing, whatever way you go with the trade, your replacement center for Aiton needs to be a guy who fits with Devin Booker on offense. And he needs to be a player who fits how Monty Williams wants the team to play. That means high IQ, good screener, good mm -hmm. rebounder, somebody mm -hmm. who can, um, you know, run a little bit, somebody who has a, the versatility along with that IQ to execute a lot of different roles like DeAndre Ayton. So to me, Walker, that last part there about the wing with the high IQ that can run a little bit, that can play with Devin Booker, that and and he was referring to the report from Jake Fisher of of Bleacher Report and the podcast. Please don't aggregate this, which of course we all aggregate. Uh, so, but that wing to me, Walker, sounds a lot like Miles Bridges. 
Yeah, I, I thought of two players that fit a little bit of what he was talking about there, and P.J. Washington was the other one. You talk about high IQ, good screener, versatility yeah. that would match a lot of what DeAndre Ayton provides for that Phoenix team. And I want to talk about the wide range of trade packages because, you know, shout out to NBC, right? WCNC here, we're partners with them. Shout out Tegna, Team Tegna here on the Locked On Podcast Network. You know, they put out um, – uh, a write-up of our conversation a couple of episodes ago about the likelihood that DeAndre Aiden might be um, leaving Phoenix and what Charlotte would have to give up. So at the time, I thought two first-round picks and Miles Bridges or P.J. Washington, that would be the real starting point for any negotiations that could be had. And you and I both are on record saying we don't think this deal could get done without Miles Bridges. But, Doug, we're going to go down some of the fake trades in the next segment, and none of them, none of them match the type of haul that we thought it would take to just get Phoenix answering the phone call. And none of these things that we're talking about in the next segment are actually that much, which kind of makes it hard for me to turn down any of these proposed deals by whatever wow. writer that we're talking about. Like, Miles Bridges is really tough to the point where I don't, I don't think I would do it. It, hmm. it just just giving up miles um it, that that one's the toughest one for me because I, I just think you know for all the reasons we've talked about for why he showed out this year because wings strong athletic wings are really valuable in this league especially one where we don't think he's reached the ceiling right that I, plus the whole lamello factor i think that's enough to go ahead and hold on to I just thought that was going to be the starting negotiating uh, negotiation point to the only thing they they would accept. Do you still view that Miles has to be involved in this for Phoenix to agree to it? I think it makes it easier for Phoenix to swallow um, because you're getting a player that that does have the potential to be an all star in exchange for a player that also has the potential to be an all star. And and I think the mood in Phoenix right now is that they're really questioning. Because of how because of how those playoffs ended, they're really questioning what exactly what they could get back, and if if they are just sort of stuck with DeAndre Ayton and have to make the best of the situation, the problem with with removing or, or sending Miles Bridges in in that kind of deal, Walker, is that suddenly you create another problem in that you know you really depended a lot on Miles's scoring ability and and that yeah. increase in his scoring ability last season. How do you replace that? And I mean, the natural place you would look is the the one player that's on your roster currently that a lot of people don't want on the roster, and it. that's Gordon Hayward. I mean, you <laughs> yeah. would really, if you trade Miles Bridges yeah. in a deal to bring in DeAndre Ayton, you are essentially saying, ooh, we hope Gordon <laughs> Hayward doesn't get hurt again because that would be really bad. Because, because and, yeah. and so there's another clip I want to play, not in this segment, in the next segment, where Brennan Clean really goes over the questions that he still has about DeAndre Ayton. DeAndre Ayton is not a guarantee to come into this organization and play at an all-star level. There are some questions, and I think those questions are part of those questions back up what I'm saying about Gordon Hayward that you really because he's not an elite, like DeAndre Ayton is not going to be an elite scorer. Well, but here here's the good news though. Brandon Clean was talking about how the Phoenix Suns need to replace what Ayton provided for them. And the fact that some of the worries about Aiden was that he relies so much on Chris Paul. Good news is we are operating here in Charlotte that LaMelo Ball is going to be a long-term future piece, which is a great point guard, which yep. makes other players better. And that would include DeAndre Aiden. 
So when DeAndre Ayton plays with, yes, a point god, right, a legendary player at that position, mm-hmm. we expect LaMelo, I don't know, I'm, I'm not here to rank Chris Paul and whether LaMelo could be the next Chris Paul. We know LaMelo is going to be a fantastic point guard in the future. So DeAndre mm-hmm. Ayton could come in and still benefit from a great player with the basketball in his hands quite a bit. That's the good oh, yeah. news, right? Like, there, there's not risk there. You know you're going to get somebody that is going to be in a comfortable situation to still perform very well. Let's get to some more DeAndre Aiden conversation coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We have more Brandon Clean sound to get to, and then I have fake trades. I have three. I've got one of my own, right? Three that I've collected from different media outlets, and then I have one of my own. I'm going to post to Doug to see what he would do if he was Mitch Kupchak, the general manager of the Charlotte Hornets. Let's talk about Built Bar. Look, I love brownies, but you know what I love more? I love brownie batter even more. Sometimes I eat half the batter just while I'm making the brownies. Imagine if you could lick that brownie spatula clean and get some protein in. (laughs) Sorry, you're in luck because Bilt Bar has a new creation, and this one is better than ever. The Brownie Batter Puff. You heard me right. This puff takes protein bars to a whole new level, and they're available right now on Bilt.com. You don't have to go Brownie Batter if that doesn't excite you as much. We did the cake batter thing a couple weeks back. That's also good. You can go to the OG staples themselves, right? The Doug Bransons of the Bilt Bar, if you will. Just overall fruit and chocolate intersections like banana, banana cream pie. If you try to find a whole bunch of boxes to check off, orange, raspberry, or just straight up plain old chocolate. All of it's very good. Go to Built.com. Use promo code LOCKED15 and get 15% off your order. Use promo code LOCKED15 for 15% off at Built.com. Let's continue to wish and daydream about a possibility of having DeAndre Aiden in a Hornets uniform, uh, uniform. Coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. This is Locked On Hornets. We need Mitch Kupchak to throw a party like Sam Presti. Can he party like Presti and Russell Westbrook? <laughs> yeah, but who are you going to get to perform? Because remember, they got Nas. I, they did get Nas. Man, who is Mitch Kupchak getting to that Nelly. party to perform? Can we get Nelly? No. Can we get- P. <laughs> I hate you right now. <laughs> it's time for more of the Locked On Hornets podcast. I'm just, I'm just going to say this right now, Walker. Yeah. Things are not looking great for the Mason Plumley segment. We've we've been trying. We've been desperately trying to get yeah. to his I don't know how desperately, but we've been trying yeah. to get to his player recap. It it will be coming, but now you get you threw in these DeAndre Aiden fake trades that we're about to talk about. So that's that's going to dominate. I think I think Mason Plumley's going to get the axe again. We did this with Jalen McDaniels, I think, two years ago, where we tried to get to his player capsule, and then eventually, I don't even think we ever got to it. We are going to get to Mason Plumley's at some point. I We've swear. gotten better about keeping our promises. We used to be awful. In fact, if we promised we would do something, you could go ahead and guarantee that it wasn't going to happen. That's not true anymore. We've no. grown as a podcast. We, that's right. So we're going to get to Mason Plumley. Just promise. our promise of getting to him that day, I don't know if I would take that as gospel. It's usually the next day, the next day after that. We'll see. But I've got fake trades. I got excited. That's what I wanted Give to do. To me. I Give wanted me. to make sure that we could get you some fake trades and Brandon Clean Sound. Make sure you go check out Locked On NBA Big Board real quick. Host Rafael Barlow from NBA Draft Junkies and author of the NBA Big Board newsletter is joined by Richard Stamen, Sam Ferris, and Leif Tolan giving, uh, giving fans an in-depth look into the NBA draft, mock draft, player rankings, and of course, big boards. It's free and available wherever you get your podcast. Let's get to that um, 
other soundbite that we have from Brandon Clean of Locked On Suns talking about still some of the issues he might have with DeAndre Ayton. Oh yeah, you want to get to that? Oh, I'm sorry, I was not paying yeah, attention. What you were you get doing? To... You were reading something else. Well, I thought I mean... we were. What? Well, no. Okay, here's what happened. I thought we were okay. doing fake trades, and I was looking through. I'm telling you because people that are watching could see I was looking down at my little console here. I was thinking about what sound I wanted to use because you're going to throw these fake trades at me, and I, okay. I wanted to say whether I would take the trade or mm -hmm. not take the trade. And I've decided uh, before we get to this clean sound. I've decided that if I like the trade and I want to do it, I'm going to play this. Let's play some basketball! Okay. And if I, if I don't like the trade, I'm going to play this. I call that a trap. Okay, we good? <laughs> That's a great one, the second one. <laughs> James Borrego and Mitch Kupchak, they are, they are so matter-of-fact at explaining the basketball to five-year-olds. Um, yes, that, that's very good. Let's, so let's play the Brandon Clean sound and then go to the fake trades because he's going to warn you. He might try to tell you or not if this is going to be a trap. So let's Yeah, well, so to, oh, yeah, before we get into fake trade stuff, we have to be fair to people that are concerned about the idea of DeAndre Ayton and Charlotte. So let's, let's play that. Let's play that. I don't think he's answered the doubts. I think it's perfectly reasonable for the Suns to still have doubts about his intensity, his focus, his his drive. I don't think it's – you don't get to where DeAndre Ayton is in his professional career without it being at a very high baseline. I think it dips below that baseline at times, and I think that it's not – it doesn't often soar above that baseline. I think – a few things over the first few seasons of his career show us that, that those questions have not been answered. First of all, Monty's first season here, DeAndre Ayton got suspended. Uh, I don't think that Ayton still after four seasons has ever had what I would consider a great regular season from start to finish from a intensity standpoint. You know, he's not been a guy who has this aggressive scoring edge on top of that. I, I, I feel like you might get a month from Ayton where he's awesome like that. He's doing it on, both ends. He's he's grabbing every single spare rebound. He's scoring like a, a bat out of hell. And then you might get two weeks where he looks very ordinary. I don't think he's had a regular season where you're you're just thrilled with him on a nightly basis. The best players are like that. Max players are like that. All stars are like that. Okay, all fair points by Brennan Clean. I will just as a, as a counterpoint, I will say. That in the one game uh, that DeAndre Aiden played against the Charlotte Hornets, he dropped like 16 and 15, was dominant. And I would take two weeks. We got, you know, how many weeks of bat out of hell we got out of our center rotation this season? Any I, any guesses? Any guesses well, of how many weeks of bat out of hell we got? I any think guesses? That does kind of describe Montrez Harrell, though, right? I mean, I'm not. I'm not saying he's scoring at that level. That does seem to fit the, the bill. answer. Okay, you're you're talking a lot, and the answer is zero. There's a lot of words that you just used to say zero uh, weeks of bat out of hell out of the center position. So if you got a few weeks, that would be an overall improvement. Anyway, go ahead and yeah, throw these fake true. trades at me. No, it's true. It's true. Uh, and plus, he's 23 years old, and it's not like if you're not getting that from DeAndre, are you going to get that in return? You know, Miles Bridges had slumps. You know, I mean, that's yeah, how well, a big right. three point shooting slump. Yeah. All right. Let's let's talk about this one first. Let's give some love to Jack Simone. I don't. I think he listens to the show every once in a while. Maybe maybe I made that up. If not, we still love you, Jack. Thank you so much. <laughs> I don't know you, but we love you anyway. Jack Simone of Hoops Hype and at the Hive. Charlotte receives DeAndre Ayton. This is a three team trade, by the way. Oh, love a good three teamer. Yeah. Oh, no, they're great. Charlotte receives DeAndre Ayton. Mm -hmm. The Suns receive Christian Wood from Houston. Okay. And, and Kelly Oubre from Charlotte. 
the Rockets. That would received. be a, that would be a that would be a reuniting, by the way. Kelly it Oubre did. And I don't know if Kelly would be thrilled about that. Maybe he would. I don't know. (laughs) The Rockets receive P.J. Washington, the 15th overall pick, and a 2026 second round pick. So to try to simplify this, the Hornets would be giving out P.J. Washington, Kelly Oubre, a 15th overall pick. And I don't think it was specified where the second round pick was coming from. But those three things are the big stuff, right? And then we get DeAndre Ayton in return. What do you say about that? Yeah, so I, d- I don't think um, that that Kelly would like to be reunited with Phoenix. He didn't have a lot of great things to say, and and they probably didn't enjoy the time either. But the thing to note is that that contract of Kelly's is partially guaranteed. So mm-hmm. if Phoenix was looking to do some cap machinations, um, that could be a piece that they would actually like in return and, and to get rid of him. I would say this one's kind of an easy one for me. Okay. Let's play some basketball! Yeah, we're All taking right. that trade. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think you could play Fergie for me too. I would do it. Um, the 15th overall PJ Kelly, because, because losing Kelly, that's nothing, right? Like this is, this is money matching stuff here with, with Kelly. And this is, you know, something valuable for another team. Maybe we would value it for him not being a guaranteed contract. You know, th- this is where I pretty much am Doug. It, it's PJ is the most valuable player. I think I'm willing to give up and still mm. do this trade for DeAndre. I, I don't think I'm doing it for Miles. And you know my love for PJ, man. It is going to hurt. It is going to hurt so bad to watch him leave. I still would do it. I would still do it for DeAndre Ayton. So, yeah, well, I agree with well, you. Well, it would hurt, but at the same time, I think if you're if you're trying to take your heart out of this a little bit and, and letting your mind go uh, crazy with this, you're thinking, hey – this is a player that the Hornets organization helped to develop and that improved, and now you are cashing in on that yeah. value. It's what the Hornets of the 90s and aughts used to do all the time, is take a player that improved under their system. And and you know, and there were some higher-profile players, to be fair, but PJ, uh, that would be a situation where you are flipping that for better value. Um, it would be a good situation for PJ. He would get to compete in the Western Conference. I mean, that Suns team's not going anywhere. I'm not going to cry. It's not like you're taking yeah. it. Look, if you trade PJ to Sacramento, then I get a little bit. I'm a little bit depressed about the fact that PJ has to go play right. in Sacramento, but he gets to go compete in the West. You know, congrats. And and, and PJ, I think is a great playoff player too, right? I mean, that that guy can play some small ball five. He's. Well, we don't know. <laughs> we, we have we have very little evidence, unfortunately. Well, you know, <laughs> actually, he was the only one that showed up yeah. in this playing game. You know, we, yeah. we did see it from him. So at least play in experience. All right. This one is proposed by Evan Sidery of basketballnews.com. Yeah. He used to do, um, he used to do locked on Suns. So okay. he's, he's, uh, familiar with that organization. So an alumni, there you go. All right. He says Charlotte receives Deandre Ayton and Phoenix receives Terry Rozier. PJ Washington and draft compensation. I don't think he gives details to this. So just for the detail for you to answer, I'm going to go with the 15th overall pick. So just repeat it. Charlotte gets DeAndre Phoenix gets Terry Rozier, PJ Washington and the 15th overall pick. Are we playing basketball, Doug? Oh man. You know, I call that a trap. I call that a trap. I think it's too much. I mean, because then you know how do how yeah. do you go about replacing all of that? It's it's going to be really tough to replace both that scoring and and what PJ gives you in terms of versatility, clutch scoring. Um, you know, I don't know. It just seems like too much for me. Play Fergie for me. Oh boy, I'm doing it. Let's play some basketball. Look, 
I'm selling high on Terry, you know, like I'm getting off the money. That way you free up yeah, some of, of your payroll to fit. I know. Of course. Yeah. This was yeah. an automatic. I should have yeah. just, should just play it twice for you. Let's play some basketball. I'm ready to play. I'm getting off of that contract. I'm going to try to create some more payroll for Charlotte to be a little more flexible because that, that contract hadn't even kicked in yet. I just want to remind people it's four more years now, right? Didn't play on that contract last year. Now is when it starts. PJ Hurts, 15th overall. I'm willing to try to parlay that into DeAndre Ayton. And plus, the other thing about having these draft picks go out to Phoenix, Doug, is the fact that they just can't continue to add all of these young picks to the roster. They, At some point, you're going to run out of room and might as well parlay this into DeAndre Ayton to fix the center problem. So, yes, I'm playing basketball. This one was sent to us via text by David Walker. So I didn't hear this, but this is what he said was discussed between Bill Simmons and Ryan Rossillo on The okay. Ringer. Charlotte receives DeAndre Ayton and campaign. Phoenix receives Terry Rozier and the 13th pick. What? <laughs> I saw that and I was like, are you kidding me? I, yes, yes. Play, play Fergie until we're done with the podcast. I don't even know how Phoenix would be receptive to this. This isn't even real, right? Like DeAndre Ayton and campaign in exchange for Terry Rozier in the 13th pick. I, that doesn't even compute for me, Doug. I don't know how good. You well, and that's the, so, you know, it's right. so easy to throw these trades out and it's, it's one of these situations, you know, Bill Simmons made the, who says no kind of famous, who says no, well, Phoenix, like Phoenix I, immediately, they don't, <laughs> yeah, even, it's not even that they say no, no it's that yeah. they just don't even answer the phone. They don't even take it seriously. Right. Uh, that's just not going to be enough. Um, you know, unless the, the only the only way I would foresee something like that happening is if, if if they've really misjudged the market for DeAndre Ayton. If what we just played from Brendan Clean has, you know, uh, reverberated around the league, around front offices and front offices of, uh, you know, collectively decide, no, nah, it's not, you know, DeAndre Ayton is not going to be an all star. It's not worth the risk. It's it, we're going to have to give him a max contract because there are not a lot of those center prospects out there. So we're just going to overpay. And then, you know, Charlotte gets to kind of come in, uh, you know, and, and, and make a deal. I just don't foresee that happening because there are too many other teams that have the same need that Charlotte has. And some teams have even a little bit more cap space to wiggle around in. The Hornets are going to have to wheel and deal. You have to love Mark Williams or Jalen Duran if he falls. And and now there's so much hype around Mark Williams because of his combine measurements, because he's huge, because he's also a good player at Duke. And we know Jalen Duran is a guy that's even considered highly more so than Mark Williams. That They have to love one of those guys, put him at center, and they have to love Terry Rozier, which, you know, with that team, you're talking about Chris Paul, at least for the now, and Devin Booker, Terry coming off of the bench. I mean, I don't, I don't, I don't get that either. I don't even know how that even happens if that's real. All right, this one is proposed by Walker Mail from the Lockdown Hornets podcast. Before we move on <laughs> to the third one, this one is the Hornets receiving DeAndre Ayton at the max. So let's say his contract coming in for the Charlotte Hornets. This is a sign and trade. Sign and trade, yeah. His his contract would be thirty three million a year mm-hmm. for four years, mm-hmm. straight up for Miles Bridges. Yeah, Miles Bridges four years. 30 mil a season going over the other way who who would you now I, I get you know one team is paying one the other one's another right so like you know do you want DeAndre let's just say they would be making those contracts DeAndre would be making a lot more for Phoenix because you know he could be making max like 175 with the Suns his max is like 
136, I think, mm-hmm. with with another franchise. Mm-hmm. So would you rather have Miles at four years or, or for 30 or DeAndre at, you know, four years for 33 million a season? It's it's a, obviously a tough call. Yeah. Um, I, I think I would feel more comfortable with giving a max contract to DeAndre Ayton, honestly, than I would feel comfortable giving the full max deal to Miles Bridges, Bo- both considering – you know, the the number of players that possess the skill sets that each player possesses, I think it's going to automatically increase the value, the value proposition for DeAndre Aiden. So I would feel more comfortable in that way. Uh, and honestly, you know, I think a lot of the argument against moving Miles Bridges is the relationship that he's already developed with LaMelo mm-hmm. Ball. And you don't want to break that up. But at the same time, I mean, you know, I would break it up if it meant that you could give an automatic lob threat like DeAndre Aiden to LaMelo Ball. I think he gets over it really quick when he understands like all of the things that he can do with uh, with DeAndre Aiden. It's, it's such a tough call because, again, as I said before, if you do this, you really are betting on Gordon Hayward staying healthy. Because you're going to need his production at that point. Or, or you're betting on the work. ability to flip him for some other wing help. Which I think is risky. Like yeah, I don't no, I just no. don't think I don't I like I would be shocked if that happens. Okay. I'm not saying it's impossible. I'm saying that if we come on the air with a breaking news live YouTube hit and Gordon Hayward's been traded for anything close to equal value and and, and not pennies on the dollar, then I will I will say I am shocked. Yeah. I'm not doing it. I'm keeping miles. You're, you're doing it essentially, right? Like you're you're playing basketball. I'm reluctant. You're, you're yes, this is a very. I can't make Fergie sound reluctant. Unfortunately, <laughs> I wish there was some like middle ground. I don't have it. I don't have the sound. But just imagine when Fergie says this, she says it reluctantly. Let's play some basketball. Maybe we could play the hook from Big Girls Don't Cry from Fergie because she's she's going with it. She's sad, but she's gonna move along. And that's how you operate with this trade. She said Miles Bridges go, but she's going to hold her tears because you know better days are on the horizon. And you know I'm serious about this one because you know how how the YouTube commenters love me and they and I love the YouTube commenters and I love to be loved by the YouTube commenters. I'm I know saying this, this is not a popular opinion, but I do Uh, believe in. I don't know. You might have convinced people. They love. No, I've been listen. I've been on. I've I've been looking at the twitters, and uh, they do not want to get rid of Miles Bridges. Um, So. Yeah, but no, I really I, believe I really believe this. I really believe this would work, um, and I believe that it it w- the Hornets would figure out a way to replace um, the things that Miles Bridges has given them, and I think it's a less risky maneuver to give DeAndre the max than Miles. I, I would understand it. I wouldn't hate it. I'm probably paranoia setting in. I'm keeping yeah. Miles. Uh, plus, when we talk about that drive, that's one thing that you can invest in with Miles. Miles Miles cares a ton. I'm not saying DeAndre Ayton doesn't. I, I don't know anything about DeAndre Ayton. We we just heard from Brandon Clean. We know about the debacle that took place with that last game against Dallas. On the other hand, if you go through his game log in the postseason, each of the last two years, it's insane. The guy doesn't shoot anything less than 60% a game, and he averages like 17 points per game. Like, I, that He's crazy. Plus, he can defend in space. He's a center that doesn't get played off of the floor and still mm-hmm. protect the rim. Which, it, he's a freak, man. Uh, that There's a reason. Look, Luka mm-hmm. Doncic should have been number one overall pick. We get that. DeAndre Ayton 
yeah. had freaky ability and it's why i didn't think it was absolutely bonkers for phoenix to take him you know it's proven to be that it was bonkers but either way love me some deandre just can't quite give up miles bridges under everyone always yeah. under underrates the change of scenery and also i think underrated aspect of yeah. this idea would be just shaking up the roster and i think it would impact the players who remain with the charlotte hornets to understand that hey this organization is willing to do whatever it takes to to put the you know the necessary roster together and and if you don't perform you know you could be the next one that's uh, shown the door as the Hornets try to try to get to a playoff series. Why does our crawl say, do you remember Lord Byron Boland? I think Why it's important. That... I think it's important. I think it's important that we always understand uh, what Lord Byron Mullins did to LaMarcus okay. Aldridge on that sacred night uh, when he went sky high. He's still in the air. He's still flying through the air. Lord Byron Mullins. Yeah, I just you talk about random. We had not talked about that at all. I don't know why that was on the crawl, but there it is. All right, let's get to some of your questions coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. We're going to give some advice on whether you should name your dog a certain Hornets player. We're going to answer a bunch of fun questions coming up next on the Lockdown Hornets podcast. And we appreciate you for listening. Our partners at Bet Online continue to be the number one source for all your betting needs and sports info. You can find all the latest odds, news, and sports developments, including this year's basketball playoffs, Major League Baseball scores, fights, and even next season's NFL futures bets. Bet Online is your continued source for all your sport wagering information from live betting to playoffs, esports, and more. You can head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more about the trends and the action. Bet online where the game starts. Let's get to your questions coming up next. Locked on Hornets. This is Locked on Hornets. Then I clicked on M. Thomas. I'm like, who in the hell is M. Thomas? Matt Thomas is oh, his name. Oh, NBA legend, Matty Thomas. <laughs> Matt Thomas. I'm pretty sure Matt Thomas served me at an Applebee's the other day. It's time for more of the Locked on Hornets podcast. Let's get to some of your questions now, Doug. I'll let you ask these. I know you've collected all of them from YouTube, from Twitter, at The Hive. Um, or not at The Hive. We're, we're, we need to take credit for our own work here. I'm sorry. I don't know why I'm giving it out. I think Hive Live is the hashtag you need to use. Uh, Doug, why don't you ask some of the questions people have sent in? All right. Yeah. Tweet is at Locked on Hornets on Twitter with the hashtag Hive Live at Z Bird. Yeah, go ahead. Check their workout too. It doesn't matter. At Zbird33 ask, are you confident enough that we will re-sign Miles Bridges to where you name a puppy after him? I, li- I like this, by the way, the puppy line. It's not the jersey line. Would you buy a Miles Bridges jersey? No. Would you name your new dog? This dog is going to be around, you know, probably. I mean, if it's hopefully a big forever, dog. Hopefully forever, No, hopefully forever the dog. I mean, be, you, know. you know, we're talking realistically, nine, ten years, you know. Hey, he can go to that's still under even being realistic. It's a I don't small want to talk dog. about this anymore. Let's just ask whether he should name the puppy after Miles Bridges. I think you can. I think you can do that wow. with a lot of comfort. I don't think Mitch Kupchak is going to go out and say it is their intention to bring Miles Bridges back if they weren't going to go ahead and make sure that gets done. He wouldn't say that about PJ. He wanted to praise him, say he did a lot of good things for us this year. He embraced every role we asked of him but when asked about miles bridges he said it is our intention to bring him back we think he's a big part of our future yeah little vague you'd still probably get away with moving him after that i still think mitch kupchak wants to keep him all reports are that charlotte is going to bring him back i think you can name the puppy after miles bridges well look i mean you can intend to do a lot of things walker i and every time i go go on to this show i intend not to interrupt you but i can't help myself so do you though 
I well, okay, uh, maybe not. So anyway, um, I think that you should not, if you ZBird33 are thinking about this, I would say don't do it. I also would have a counter question for you. What are you trying to name the puppy Miles? Are you trying to name the puppy Bridges or are you trying to name the puppy Miles Bridges? Maybe uh, Sky I, for Sky Miles, just something within the yeah, realm. Yeah, so if, yeah, okay, there we go. If you want to keep it vague as like a an homage, an homage to Miles Bridges, then I say go for it. But I think a big decision like this, you're going to con- – because you don't, what you don't want to do is feel sad when you look at the puppy, right? I mean, you don't want to feel that sadness, that loss when you look at the puppy. Um, you want to feel happy. And so I would say, you know, maybe if you want to buy a jersey, I think that's fine. But a puppy, I'm, I'm, a, little, I'm a little questioning on that. So, all right, next question comes to us from – Russell, Russell asks, who would you rather have, Gobert, Turner, Miles Turner, or DeAndre Ayton? Assuming we ship either Gordon or Terry, plus the two picks, maybe one more player in the deal, and their contracts, assuming Ayton gets close to what Gordon is making now, Turner is an unrestricted free agent next summer. So Ayton Aiden get Good close question. to the max. You ship either Gordon or Terry, plus the two. I don't know if you can ship both of those picks. It just feels like Russell's trying to cover his bases, like trying to basically say, hey, Lockdown Hornets, answer the spirit of the question. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Like, well, no, I understand. No, I just want to clarify. Like, I don't right. think under the, the under the rules they can move both of those picks. I think there's a there's there's some kind of issue because they've traded some picks in the past, and there's all these rules about, like, how many picks you can trade. It all gets very confusing. But I don't think they can trade both the picks at the same time. Uh, but yes, the spirit of the question really is all that, all that, uh, under consideration, go bear Turner eight. Yeah. What do you think? Um, yeah, I would have eight number one. I would have miles Turner number two and I would have Rudy Gobert number wow. three. Yeah. I think Deandre Ayton, his age, his defensive ability, offensive ability, all that good stuff, considering the price that you would have to pay him as well. I'm taking Deandre Ayton number one. I'm taking miles Turner number two. Wow. He's on a, a pretty fair contract and you're not going to have him locked in the Rudy Gobert stuff. He's, he's good, right? Like he's an awesome defender. I get all of that. It's, it's money for me, Doug, you know, it, it's just, it's a lot of money. It's going to eat a ton of the payroll. He's getting older and older. I mean, he's, he's like 32 is he, or maybe he's not that old. I forget how old he is, but um, yeah, Rudy Gobert is going to be last on. He's 29. So yeah, not 32, but 29 going to be 30. So I that that's some of the reasons as to why you're know, making forty million dollars a year. It's so much. That's why I have Rudy last. I'll make this quick. It's a flip flop for me, baby. Go bear wow. first. Uh, wow. Then, well, not a complete flip flop. I'm gonna go go bear first. Aiton second. Turner third. Okay. Turner injury injury thing scares me. I don't care how good the deal is. If 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 you're not gonna see that guy through, that scares me. Um, Aiden, you know, the, the thing, the, the reason why I put Gobert first is because he does, he has proven he can do it in the regular season. There's no commitment issue there. He is going to immediately solve the issue. He's going to get you to 50 wins. Yeah. You've got to figure some stuff out in the playoffs. Fine. That's fair. But you know, he's, he's going to get you a decent seed in that playoffs. There's just a, there's a guarantee with Gobert that is not hundred percent guarantee with Aiden. Okay. There you go. Um, let's go to the next question. Which one? Last one. Here we go. Again, tweet at Locked On Hornets with hashtag Hive Live. We'll get your question on the air. Uh, Eric says, "If I listen to Mitch's interview and drink when he says, you know, will I die?'" 
Uh, keep up the good work. Can anyone get an interview with MJ so he can pick his brain and convince him to build a good relationship with Mello? Also, to add Jello to the NBA okay. roster. <laughs> to try to help out that relationship. We've squeezed in a couple of LiAngelo questions in the last two weeks. People want That's to know. Happened. It's on people's mind. I, I don't know what I'm asking there. Are you going to get drunk? I think probably. Yeah. He likes to go, you know, I like the pauses more. So I think that's a common theme of Mitch Kupchak. He's thoughtful. Very broken up speech from Mitch Kupchak. If you take a drink after every he pause. pause deliberate. Then, yeah, that's it's thoughtful. Exactly right. uh, Jello, look, it's not happening. I'm sorry. I hate to break everyone's heart that watches this podcast and waits for us to say that Leangelo is the uh, second coming of uh, LaMelo. It's just, it's not happening. It's a great, great guy to have on the practice squad. Great guy to play in the G League. Uh, but if he if he were on this roster, he would immediately get picked apart. Uh, he would be uh, the the opposing team uh, would zero in on him. He just I, the, nothing that I've seen in summer league or in the little that I've seen him play in G League uh, illustrates for me that you should play him over any of the rookies that they've that they've accumulated through the draft over the past couple of years. Hey, one thing I will say, he did play it like significantly better in summer league than I thought he would. I, I sure he, he was good. This is not a slight. It's not, oh, yeah, it's I'm not, not a slide. I'm just trying to bring some realism yeah, to this thing. For sure. Please do that, Doug. That's what you do best with this podcast. All right. Thanks for making lockdown Hornets your first listen every day. Make your second listen locked on NBA from the first jump ball of the play in tournament to the last possession of the finals. Locked on experts take you deep inside the playoffs with insight and analysis affecting all 30 teams. Have a great rest of your day. We'll be back with you tomorrow.